0: You got ninety nine podcasts, and if this ain't one, fuck you. Whiskey sick podcast episode number ninety nine. All up in your nalgas. Hit them with that theme music.
1: Draw outlines for these ladies I'm about to slay. Got my cape on with some napalm. Shots your days gone, then the game's on. What you play, huh? Hard to get. I'll wet for all that dry hate. Looking my way while your eyes say you and I may. Get off like a bright lane, but I might strain. Pull the blame with a migraine. I'm a wrench to that ratchet bitch, a bench for the acid offense with a ladder get up on it. I said a wrench to that ratchet bitch, a bench for the acid offense with a ladder get up on it. Hello, Miss like, what's your name? Such a shame, you don't drink, who's to blame? Cause I'm buying like I'm Cosby in the lobby of an AA, Meeting on a payday. We can make it rain, even on a sunny day. What you say, you and I could run away, meet up when you drop that Molly. Off, love that chica Molotov while she's on the side hating faded lane on the pavement wasting all of my patience Come on you gotta go, go ahead put your out You gotta get up of do but I'll ask now Come on and get up I'm the lead, to my hands out You gotta get up Take step gotta make down Motherfucker get up Go ahead put your pants out You gotta get up of do but I'll ask now Come on and get up I don't think but I'll ask now get up Take step gotta make down Why don't you give
0: up Ohhhh uh, <laughs> Shit homies, I'm back, I'm back, I'm cool, I'm cool, what's our representative? Welcome to Whiskey Sick Podcast episode number 99 homies, 99, we are rolling our way to 100. I I don't know what's, I'm feeling the pressure for 100 man, I might just flip the script and just keep it normal man. Act as if I've been here before, act as if I'm expecting another 100, another 200 down the pike. Um, what a what a fucking weekend! I tried to do the show on Friday before the the big UFC card. Uh, was feeling like dog shit. Did about twenty minutes. Uh, slapped the fuck out of my out of myself. I, I put on some fucking trash. I ain't even gonna lie to y'all, homies. Uh, shit was garbage. Garbino garbage. I had to trash that. Put it out on the curb. They picked it up in the morning. Now I'm back, fired up. Um, thought I was coming down with a little bit of that coronavirus, homies. It uh, scary shit. Um, actually, not really. Uh, it's just the flu. People die of the flu all the time. And uh, motherfuckers, you can't even go and get yourself a, a chicken bake or, or or a fucking slice of pizza or one of them bomb ass hot dogs at uh, Costco now because every single Costco is like lines around the building. It's like park. It's like stadium parking. It's like if we back in the day when the Chargers used to be in town. Terrible traffic trying to get inside the stadium to find parking. That's, that's what it's like at every Costco. Uh, people buying tissue and Lysol and all, all sorts of shit, man. Uh, it, it, it's wild, man. It ain't shit, homies. It's just the flu, homie. People, Google how many people die of the flu every fucking year. A shit ton. Probably a shit ton more than this. It's just the flu. It's just a different type of the flu, homies. Keep your hands clean. Uh, watch whose ass you eating. Quit eating ass willy-nilly, homies. And you don't have to be worrying about this coronavirus. And, and we already went over this, homie. Stop eating bats. Put that guano soup away. Whatever the fuck you eating, quit eating that shit. And we'll be just fine, homies. We'll be just fine. Um, but anyways, Dago Bitch California coming at you live. Uh, episode 100 on the horizon. It's the next episode. This 99. Uh, um, uh, we're going to kick you in the motherfucking mouth. Uh. We got a lot of fight talk. Boxing, UFC, a um, lot of fight talk. Um, we got some basketball. Basketball is heating up. The NBA is heating up. i um, give you my thoughts on Dak. Some, Dak's wilding now. He's he's, he's wilding. He, this motherfucker out there, uh, off the leash, shitting on lawns, uh, he's wilding the fuck out, howling. At the motherfucking moon right now, so we'll get into his ass, what else do I got, I got, I got a grimy motherfucking Netflix documentary to put y'all on to, grimy homies, uh, it, it, it's filth, it, it's, it's literally filth, um, not in a good way, uh, but, uh, you gotta see this shit to believe this shit, kinda, kinda thing, um, so we, we got plenty of shit, homies. Let's get into this fight shit. Let's get into this, this last UFC. Let me pull this fucking card up. If y'all didn't see this, uh, sucks for you. This card was fucking dope with the exception. The wackest fight of the night was the main event. It was the fucking main event. And I'll be honest, I don't remember if I put my picks on wax uh, for this shit um, a while ago. I wanted to on Friday. I'll be honest with y'all. I don't gotta fluff my numbers. I don't gotta pretend I had a pick that I didn't. I'll tell you who my picks were. I picked Stylebender, and I picked Yoanna. I thought Yoanna was gonna get her. I thought she was gonna outpoint her. Um, and mostly because I didn't know anything about Zhang Wei Li really that much, other than I seen her. I saw her fight Tisha Torres. Close battle. Uh, you know, close. You know, very competitive. But it was clearly Wei Lee won that fight. That was the first time I had seen her. And then I saw her when she fought Andrade and and just smoked her. But you didn't really see much about her. Uh, You just saw her go out there, land a big punch, and follow up really well. Looked like Cejudo versus TJ Dillashaw kind of thing. So I didn't know what I was going to get out of her. Um, I didn't know she had that kind of dog in her. She had had fucking straight uh, Rottweiler in her. She was was a, a, a fucking killer. This fight... This fucking fight, god damn it. If y'all didn't see this, I, hey, I've been telling you. I've been, I've been saying since the beginning of this shit, I fucks with women's MMA. I'm not a huge uh, uh, women's sports dude. I, I, I'm not going to sit here and act like I am, but there are two women's sports uh, that I fucks with heavy. It's women's uh, uh, like Olympic soccer. I love the women's national team. I love watching them when they play in the World Cup and the Olympics. Uh, I fucks with that. They're better than the dudes. They're better than the U.S. dudes. They've been, they've been beating their asses uh, for decades, since I was little. The U.S. men's team has never done, they've done two things, nothing and not a goddamn thing, ever. I've seen these girls win uh, uh, Olympic golds. I've seen them win uh, um, uh, World Cups. I've seen them do some shit. That in women's MMA, women's uh, combat sports in general. I fuck with women's kickboxing. Uh, it's, not, it's not at the level uh, that MMA is, actually, but uh, women's MMA I, I, I've been fucking with because I used to train heavy back in the day. I used to be in these gyms, so I trained with a lot of ladies, and I've seen a lot of ladies. There's a lot of good female fighters out there. Um, I think the cream of the crop is, is light years ahead uh, of the rest. I, I don't think it's, it's still not as deep as it needs to be, But there are some really dope fucking females. And this fight on on Saturday, man, uh, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. Zhang Wei Li versus Yuana Young Ye Chick. I've been sitting on it for a couple days. You know, was this the best fight ever? No. Was this the best women's fight ever? Easily. Was this the best title fight ever? I went back and forth. At first, I said no. I was thinking. Um, I was thinking. Well, a title fight that never gets any love is one of my favorite fights of all time. Uh, um, Kevin Randleman versus Boss Rooten. Go watch that shit. I've talked about it on this podcast. Boss Rooten won the heavyweight title way back in the day against a beast, Kevin Kevin Randleman. If you haven't seen him, did it. Out of his motherfucking gourd. Uh, I, I don't remember if he was Olympic wrestling. He was a high-level wrestler. I don't know if he was collegiate champion wrestler. High-level wrestler. He knocked out Mirko Krokop back in the motherfucking day. With a left hook and pride. Uh, a, a beast. That fight started. Boss Rootin came out. He got picked up. Uh, he got busted in his face, broke his fucking jaw right off the bat with, like, a big punch, picked up, dropped on his fucking head. His nose was already smashed, looking like Donald Cerrone versus uh, uh, Conor McGregor. Before, you know, five seconds into the fight, his nose is broken and shattered, and you're like, what the hell is going on? Same shit happened to Boss Rootin. Boss Rootin fought that entire fight off his back. Back then, you could knee on the ground. Uh, you could throw, uh, you know, down elbow. So he had a little different rule set. He was actually tie-clinching from the bottom. And throwing tie knees from the bottom with Kendall, Kevin Randleman in his guard—that's the kind of shit he was doing, landing lots of punches, lots of elbows—and he literally won the championship from his guard off of his fucking back, like like a, a, a like Tony Ferguson shit before Tony, Tony Ferguson. He he laid the br- blueprint on how to strike from the bottom in that fight. So that's one of my favorite title fights ever. That was for the heavyweight title way back in the day. Uh, then there's Gustafson versus Bones Jones, which until, my, my, until the day I'm, I'm buried, Gus won that motherfucking fight. The first one. He won that motherfucking fight. I don't care what nobody says. He won the first 19 minutes of that fight. He lost the last six minutes. The last six minutes cost him. Then there was, let's see, what else did we have? What other big title fights do we have? Um... Rory McDonald versus Robbie Lawler. I believe that was for the fucking belt. That was one of the greatest fights I've ever seen of all time. I think that was... Those two were my favorite title fights. Uh, Israel Adesanya versus Kelvin Gastelum just a few months ago. That was definitely on there. Um, And then there's this. And Fuck, man. If I don't want to say it was the greatest title fight of all time. These young ladies were bombing... On each other. If y'all haven't seen what the fuck. Joanna Yonechik looked like. After that motherfucking fight. Google that shit. I mean she literally had. Uh, we've seen her before with this like hematoma over her head. In one of her fights it was like a big. It's like old Mark Hominick when he fought Aldo. He had that fucking alien growing out of his head. Joanna had to say. She had the total recall baby growing out of her motherfucking forehead. No bullshit. Her fucking her forehead was like eight months pregnant shit was about to burst homies uh a full term full term type pregnancy it was like some t- star trek villain i mean she she you know those big forehead looking dudes i mean she didn't look anything like herself homies now i ain't say i'm still smashing homies I'll, I'll, I'll smash my way through that lump on her head i ain't going that far still smashing even with that big ass motherfucking forehead um Looking like the hills have eyes, cannibal-looking ass motherfucker at the end of that shit. For real, you seen them uh, deformed little hillbilly dudes coming from the from the hills and shit. That's exactly like. Like, well, like, what she looked like? I mean, she looked literally like nothing. She looked like a Halloween costume of herself. Like, if you went to Walmart, and your home, your kid wanted to be Joanna Yonyechik, uh, and they had a Joanna Yonyechik mask at Walmart. That's what she looked like. She didn't like look like like herself. Like those Hollywood Boulevard, like those Hollywood Boulevard. Uh, dudes that wear costumes and take pictures with people for, for chains and shit, that's what she looks, she looks like a Hollywood Boulevard, uh, knockoff Hollywood Boulevard version of herself, she can't even, she can't even get into the club with her own ID, they think it's fake, she don't even look like herself, fucking parents, they can't even fucking recognize her, it's bad, I mean, it's, it's super bad, I'm thinking, I'm looking at this fucking picture of her, man, and it, it was fucking, she don't even, I'm still, yo, and, 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 they were showing like close up close up like super slow mo um shots of uh Waylee punching her right in the forehead like she was she was like trying to abort that motherfucker on her head like she was trying to go straight up uh planned parenthood or some shit on her forehead man that shit was like she just kept punching her in that motherfucking forehead, on, and it was just like jiggling, and, and it's crazy. This picture, man, just Google her fucking head while I'm talking about this shit. I mean, she don't... She looks like a motherfucking alien. She looks like the alien from uh, American Dad, that fucking cartoon. I mean, it's, it, it's fucking crazy how she looks. I mean, she... she uh, mega, this one says mega mind-looking ass motherfucker. Uh, she got a lot on her mind, right? Um... But, anyways, the fucking fight. Back to the fucking fight. Uh, enough about Joanna's forehead. I wonder what she looks like today. Uh, I'm still smashing, homies. There ain't nothing that, that ain't going to fuck. A little, a little forehead lump, a little pregnant forehead ain't ever stopping nobody. Joanna um, has a serious problem with her striking, man. Uh, when she strings together combinations, she's a very aggressive fighter. She throws multiple punches, which is good. The problem is, is after her first strike, when she starts stringing punches together, she squares up. And she literally just throws the same combinations one two one two one two one two, like back and forth, and then tries to get out of there, so it becomes very predictable um when she's staying back and you know pumping the jab and, and throwing one twos um she throws really the same combinations over again. she gets into a rhythm where she throws the exact same strikes um she does mix in the kicks really well sometimes, but even then sometimes she goes to the well too many times with the one two left low kick or the or the jab right low kick you know it's just the, the there's no it's it's pretty. It's pretty predictable. So, young Wei, uh, Wei Lee was doing good. Uh, you know, when she would, uh, when Joanna would initiate one of those long combinations of her, she would sit down and throw some big right hands over the top. Um, and Wei Li has, you know, she has holes in her striking too, but she's very quick. She was, you know, Joanna's way longer than her. I thought Joanna was going to be able to uh, keep her at the end of her jab a lot more, keep a lot more distance. I wanted to see a lot more teeps, a lot more. She threw it a few times. She missed with that front teep kick to the face that she likes to throw. She barely missed that multiple times. I wanted her to keep throwing that. Throw it with the back leg too, snap kick it to the face. Um, side Sidekicks, so you know, you got to keep this girl at, at, at bay. But she was so quick, she was getting in no, ba- no matter what but the flaw with Wade Lee is she doesn't move her head when she throws punches she puts punches together crisp clean real straight strikes her her straight right hand was was just money all night but her head never moved and that's why she was taking a lot of strikes her face was fucked up too uh don't get it twisted her eye her eye was closed shut but I think when the judges um I forget how did I have this I, I had this close I had it like I can't even remember how I had it. I think I had a. I think I had it a draw. To be honest, I gave round one like a ten ten round, and then I I had them split in the last four. So I would have I would have been fine with the draw. I, I that's how I would have had it. But at the time, I was saying I think wayley won. I, I I knew the punch strikes were probably close. I thought that maybe Yolanda threw more, which she did when they showed it. She did out, out strike, uh, Wei Lee pretty much a little bit in every single round but wait leave when when you see some girl she literally rearranged Joanna's face she fucking mr potato headed that lady i mean literally made her look like a completely different fucking person when you do that to somebody it's hard to say you didn't win the fight i mean even though her face was pretty fucked up She did a lot of damage, and it's hard. It's so nip-tuck. They were just going back and forth, throwing combinations. These ladies were not throwing, you know, ones and getting out of there, twos and getting out of there. They were throwing fucking bombs on each other, countering each other over the top, trying to counter each other over the top with big right hands, big power shots, um... You know, that's where you, you need to know, like, you need to be able to switch shit up. If you don't want to take, like, the next step, you got to learn to fight southpaw. You got to learn to switch in the middle of combinations and, and, and hit different angles. Because I felt like Wei Lee Li was, like, not only just timing her, but she was getting the hang of her, even though she was still getting punched in her motherfucking face. I ain't saying she wasn't, but it just felt like she was, she was you know, being able to predict what Ioana was. And I was sitting here saying, I was, I was seeing it. I was like, she's throwing the same things over and over again. And when she starts stringing a lot of punches together, she squares up. And, and, and she becomes a very big target. She doesn't have a lot of head movement. There's not a lot of real, like, uh, evasive defensive footwork um to avoid punches and stuff like that um so it was a fucking it was it was a fucking banger man it was a banger I thought at the time I was like yeah I think I would give it to Wei Lee, but I personally had it a draw I thought it was a draw I give a 10-10 round I think you can give a 10-10 round for half of those fucking if not every single one of those rounds in the main event We Yoel and, and, and fucking Adesanya listen that shit was Triggity Trash. That shit was, that shit was Garbino garbage. There's no way around it. There's no GPS alternative route. There's no other way around it. That shit was trash. I, I don't care if you have to do what you have to do to win. I don't, you know, you got to go beat the champ to beat the champ. That kind of shit. Fuck all that. That shit was just a whack fight. Um, And it was it was wasn't because of styles. It wasn't because they had such styles that they they clashed and stuff like that. And it was a stale. No, there was lack of effort. It was a lack of creativity, especially from Romero. If you had to give one person, uh, you know, Romero comes out there and literally just stands in the middle of the cage and refuses to move now. I I I'm with Israel. I mean, what do you do? You just run at this motherfucker. You you, you try to fucking Masvidal his ass real quick. I, I mean, maybe I I do the Verdum when he fought. Um brown travis brown and and the fight started and he ran over there and jumped side kicked him in the fucking face that johnny cage shadow kick that's what i would have come out with he wants to stand there i'm gonna rush him and throw a a long distance strike like that and try to fucking kick him in the face or something maybe i mean i'm talking shit because i wasn't actually in there with yoel romero standing across from me fucking yacked out um but yoel basically threw four punches around really I mean, he did absolutely nothing. He's in there clowning. He's in there talking shit. Uh, my man, you're telling this dude to come forward and acting like he's not the one fighting. It was you that weren't fighting. If it wasn't for Adesanya throwing 12 punches around, we'd have had absolutely nothing. The judges out here saying, like, give the judges, I mean, the the ref was in there saying between rounds to these guys, give the judges something to judge because they weren't doing shit. And I know uh, uh, Joe Rogan and... and um, and uh, who, who's the other homie? Um, Cormier were uh, talking shit like, why is he saying that? Now, fuck that. In Pride, they had yellow cards. They hand you a yellow card. You lose 10% of your purse for not being aggressive. They hand that le- yellow card out. Homie loses 10% of his, uh, of his money. He starts fighting. Bust out the yellow cards. Make this shit some soccer. Bring out the yellow cards. Bring out the red cards. Fuck it. On some confetti shit. Make it fucking rain, yellow cards. Make these motherfuckers fight um, you know, if it wasn't, you know, Adesanya won just because he landed leg kicks, and they were nasty leg kicks, I ain't taking it away from, those leg kicks were nasty, Yoel's leg was lumped up, and that's like, kicking Yoel's legs is like kicking cinder blocks, homie was chipping away at that, like, it it was fucking brutal, but that was basically it, you know, really afraid to, afraid to engage, you never saw, uh, really, uh, Adesanya really commit to any combinations, or anything like that. It was always one punch and get out of there. One kick, get out of there. Uh, but, I mean, he did a little bit more. And he didn't deserve to lose his belt for that fight. But that, that's Yoel every fight, man. This dude, 42 years old. Two losses in a row. Lost three out of his last four fights. And he find himself in a title shot. Because he's a, a, a fucking beast. You saw in that first round, he threw one. He won the first two rounds, actually. On my, on my page, I gave him the first two rounds. And then can uh, uh, won the last three because Yoel literally did absolutely nothing but in that first round at a or what how does he say Adesanya Adesanya that's how he says it Adesanya um we will call him um, he did absolutely nothing in those first two rounds so much to the fact that uh Romero threw one fucking punch in the first round, that big overhand left that dotted him in the fucking eye, and really kind of changed the whole fight. I think at that moment, uh, uh, you know, Adesanya was like, uh, Adesanya was like, uh, fuck all that. Um, he got hit with a fucking hammer, and it was one punch, one land, and he won that round. And I think he did that same type of thing in the second round, and then after that, he just really refused to do anything. I think he literally threw three punches around. Can't can't win just standing there acting a fool um so thank god that shit's over uh Dana White was you know pretty pissed off he was saying you know the the Paulo Costa fight with with Adesanya Are- uh, is next uh he said there's no way that's gonna be a fucking dud and he's right there's no way that's gonna be a fucking dud you saw the way uh Paulo Costa fought uh, Yo Romero. He didn't let him do all that stupid shit. He came throwing fucking hammers. He, he came throwing fucking haymakers, hooks, uh, everything at him. Uh, very close fight. I think I had Romero winning that fight, but it was super close. Uh, but he didn't allow Romero to fight like that. Romero actually had to, had to defend himself and had to, had to get in the mix on that fight because of the way Acosta, uh, Acosta fought him. And uh, he's out there, you know, re- wearing his Miami Vice shirts in the crowd and shit, starting talking, yip-yapping, gum-bumping up a storm. Let him. Uh, him versus Ad- Adey Sanya is going to be fucking dope. And it's going to be fucking dope. There's no way. I mean, every other Adey Sanya, uh, Stylebender, god damn it, uh, every style bender fight has been dope. It, it Maybe not so much to Anderson Silva, but I gave, him a, I gave him a pass for that because I really felt like he just didn't want to knock uh, Anderson Silva the fuck out. I think he just carried him to the end because that was like his hero, and he didn't want to beat his ass. He really didn't. He 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 could have multiple times. He hurt he hurt Anderson, and he didn't follow up. I thought he pulled back and, and just didn't want to hurt his idol. Um, you know, it's like dunking and yakking all over. It's like when Iverson crossed up Jordan, made him look stupid. Do you want to do you want Jordan cross up your, your fucking idol? I don't know. I don't know. If you're heartless like Allen Iverson, that's what you do. I think it was like his rookie year too. Brutal, but I think that was all. I mean, gasoline fight was fucking war. Uh, I went back and watched that Bobby Knuckles fight, uh, Whitaker versus, uh, um, Stylebender. And that was a fucking. I, I, yo, Whitaker was throwing bombs. Whitaker was landing. Whitaker looked good. I forgot how good he looked in that first round. He got dropped right at the buzzer. And that was what cha- in the first round, he got literally right as the bell went off, uh, Stylebender landed a big right hand and, and, and put him down on his butt, but couldn't follow up because the bell rang. And then after that, he was kind of out on his feet. But he was still coming forward, landing big hooks, and he just got caught. He got countered on one of them and, and went down, and that was it. Um, but that was a great fight too. Um, so this this was his one real dud. And it's because everybody, most of the people who fight Romero have these duds with him. Uh, he, he's been in these before because he has a weird style, and he just doesn't. I don't know. He just likes to stand in there and talk shit and look imposing and more than he actually likes to fight. I think uh, he he actually tried to wrestle a little bit. He didn't commit to it like he should have. Uh, but he you saw him take some uh, you know shoot across the entire cage at, at Style Bender and Style Bender stuffed those takedowns. You can't take Style Bender down. That's a big problem. That's a big problem for anybody in that division. So, um, but that was a uh, that was that was a uh, you know right after the women's like title fight of definitely the best fight of the year definitely best women's fight of, of, of all time um i'm thinking of back my previous women's fight best fight ever was cyborg versus gina carano back in like 2009 go watch that shit gina carano is the baddest betty that ever walked the face of this earth um just know that and on top of that she was a dope legit fighter she was like ronda rousey before ronda rousey But actually, a dope fighter. Her Muay Thai was really slick. When she fought uh, Cyborg, that was a huge fight. That was a huge. uh, um, That was a huge fight. That was I think that was like one of the, if not the first women's fight I ever remember watching was that fight, and it was like a main event, and it was huge. Um, So that that to me was the greatest women's fight of all time. There was you know Holmes versus. uh misha tate was okay uh, you know the ending of that was all-time great the way misha got her back at the very end was about to you know lose within a minute of losing because she had lost almost every single round um but the middle rounds weren't very they weren't very they were like a lot like adesanya versus uh romero they were not i if i remember correctly the middle rounds not a lot happened but that last round was crazy um and then that and then that's pretty much it man uh you know you think of ronda fights they were never really that great it was either her kicking somebody's ass or her getting her ass completely kicked um so i would say you know by far this is the greatest women's fight of all time it'll overtake cyborg versus Carano because it was five fucking rounds gina Carano and cyborg were bombing on each other uh gina was holding her own and that was a cyborg that was on everything everything every everything a fucking hulk juice fucking you know pissing fucking neon green and shit like she was on everything, and Gina fought her knowing that. And I think right after that, a year or two after that is when she tested positive, when she went to the UFC. That was way before the UFC testing was way fucking different. I seen her. That was, that was around the time. I think that was 2009, around 2011, 12 is when she was at the arena where I used to train at. After I was at City Boxing, I went to the arena for a little while. And Her and her her, uh, husband at the time, the male sideboard, were teachers there also. And she taught uh, Muay Thai. And I seen her back then. She was huge. She was very huge. She was like, no bullshit. She was 180s, 190 pushing, 190 pounds. She was fucking big. Way bigger than me. Frame Weight, everything um, Probably my same height I'm like 5'11 She's she's right around there She was a beast, man um, That was a great one-round fight But this one, this one's going to take it When I go back I still I think I'm going to go with now I'm thinking about it. Robbie Lawler versus R- Rory McDonald I'm still going to say is the number 1 title fight of all time. Number 2 will be Joanna versus uh uh Wei Li. I mean that that sh- that shit they did to each other Rory and, and, and Lawler they took lives like years off of each other's lives and and then just the the way uh Rory had that busted ass face and he went back out there in the 5th and he ate like a couple nasty left hands to that fucking shattered nose. And then he just crumbled under the pressure, man. It, it was crazy. That was a fucking, that was a crazy fight. And I think that was the undercard. That was the co-main event. I could be wrong. But the co-main event to Mendez versus McGregor. It was one of the greatest cards of all time. Because that Mendez versus McGregor fight was fucking crazy too. Um, so I'm going to give Wei Lee versus uh, Ioana. I'm going to give it number two. On the all-time list. But that shit was was fucking all-time great. Um... You know Wanna uh, waiting in line At the DMV To get a new driver's license So she can get back In the club type shit Cause they ain't letting her in With the with the old one He's a cheap imposter in- Impersonator of yourself Looking ass Motherfucker right now uh, I mean that With all due respect All due respect I would never talk trash To her face like that I'm just I'm just yip yapping I'm just gum bumping It's what I do Yoana And, and don't worry I, I I still got love for you I still got mad love for you um, But there was that What other fight Um, The Oh uh, um, there was a uh, Benil Dariush versus Drakar Close. That was a fucking banger too. So the two fights before the main event w- uh, were were fucking fantastic fights. That's why everybody was booing when they got to the one. that I mean, you you saw those two fights and then you're like, we still got Yoel versus dial bender next you're like holy shit like we're saving the best for last and that was just a horrible letdown because Benil Dariush got I mean they were they were they were banging I think it was the second round uh, Benil Dariush got eaten up by a right hand and looked like he was on his way out he's a tough fighter very good solid grappler um his striking has come a long ways too he's a southpaw he's got a good strong left hand um he was on his way out though he was wobbled He he was he was he looked like he was about to be finished uh, Dracar close was going in for the kill and Darius lowered his head and threw an overhand left hand that that literally made Dracar close do the do the chicken dance. He was doing the wobbly dance uh, faded up Willie dance in the middle of the street back alley uh, uh, just just fucking out on his feet. It turned the tide real quick it was like um when check congo uh, fought Pat Barry, remember Pat Barry was going in for the kill against Chet Congo and Chet Congo landed up against the cage, almost knocked out and then came back with a big left hook and then fucking dropped. Uh Pat Berry dead out of nowhere. That w- it was exactly like that. This dude started landing bombs and then he fucking had Dracar Close dancing and then he landed a huge left hand that knocked uh close Close's mouthpiece out and knocked him just fucking dead out cold against the cage. That that shit was a dope fight, man. And you're like, that's fight of the night, and then all of a sudden, you know, they were probably counting their 50 grand, and then all of a sudden Wei Lee and Yawana said, nah, fuck all that partners. We we fucking snatching that. Uh Neil Magny this motherfucker quietly. He beat the homie uh the armpit, Lee Li Jing Liang. Ugly ass motherfucker. Sorry, homie. He looks like a motherfucking armpit. Uh tough ass fighter. Uh whiskey sick podcast favorite. Lee Li Jing Liang. I fucks with Lee Li Jing Liang. I've talked about him the armpit, the human armpit over here, man. Um I ain't gonna lie, I picked him to win this fight. I thought he was gonna be a sleeper. He's got big, heavy hands. Um he could take a punch. Um, Neil Magny hadn't fought in a long time Neil Magny fucking whooped this dude's ass Straight up fucking Playground out in the playground Fucking ass whoopings by the tetherball courts and shit Like just fucking slapping him upside his head Stealing his cheese doodles His fucking His Capri son. He's taking his, his fucking pudding snack He's taking everything homie Give me that Give me that Neil Magny dominated that fight He's back um, Alex uh, Alex Oliveira uh, Cowboy Oliveira uh, big win for him against Max Griffin. That was a hell of a fuck. This was a great card. The main card was was fucking dope. Period. This this was a uh, this made up for. This was definitely the best card of, uh, of the year so far, um, because that Cowboy Alavera fight was a motherfucker. Um, it was close. It was close. Max Griffin got a takedown at the very end, and I thought he might might pull it out. But Alex uh, Cowboy had you know mount and was landing a lot more. Bon- I, I thought they they each had the mount uh, in that round. I thought when Alex had it. Cowboy had it. He did. He landed more shots, heavier shots, when he had it. I think he did a little more with his his mount than Max did at the end. But when any time you end in a dominant position, like the way Max Griffin did on top of Cowboy, you, you the the judges look at that. And same thing with Gus versus uh, Bones Jones. He lost. Gus lost the last six minutes. That's the last six minutes is all they remembered. But. Cowboy got that fucking dub, uh, good to see that dude, he's one of my favorite fights, I like watching Cowboy Oliveira fight, man, when him versus uh, Cerrone, that was like one of my anticipated fights, and Cowboy, Cowboy dominated that shit, beat him in the first round, Cowboy beat Cowboy, um, so there was that, um, very good fucking card, man, very good fucking card, I think, uh, let's see, let's see what's next, Oh yeah, there was Benavides versus Figueroa. Poor fucking Benavides. Poor, poor Benavides. This motherfucker Figueiredo, didn't make weight by two and a half pounds. Uh, wasn't a, wasn't gonna win the belt if he did win. It was all set up on a silver platter for 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 uh, Benavides to finally win uh ties to the whiskey sick camp back in the day the homie homie uh whiskey sick podcast listener extraordinaire rico and the homie t lamb went and picked this dude up from the airport for some homies that used to train at alpha team alpha male uh one of the homies used to st- uh, stayed with us for a little while and end up fighting on the uh, on the ultimate fighter don't worry about it there's just ties to this kid joseph benavidez um i remember t lamb and rico came back to the pad and we're talking about this dude that they picked up from the from the airport um uh, to, to take somewhere I don't even know and, and he's like they're like he's four foot tall and uh, you know Uriah and everybody's saying he's going to be like the fucking uh, the champ one day he's going to be this killer and all this stuff and I remember seeing him in the WEC back in the day and he he's he's come so close the only problem was he was the best 135 pounder 125 pounder uh, Except for DJ. He couldn't get past DJ. And he almost beat DJ the first time they fought. That was a very close fight. The second time it wasn't. I think he got finished in that one. Uh, And so he had fought for the title twice. And it took him a long time to get this title shot. And it was all set up on a silver platter for him. He went for it. He went for it, man. He was throwing a lot of punches, but uh, 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 he was landing too. But when you saw Figueiredo was putting, he was uh, he had a little better hands than I thought he did. And his punches were cleaner, crisper, and, and straighter. And you saw when he was landing, maybe that's because he was a lot bigger than Benavides because he didn't uh, bother trying to make weight. That tells you a lot, that he had two and a half pounds and he didn't want to lose it. And it was worth him not losing those pounds. It was worth not winning the title to not have to shed those pounds. That means those pounds probably would have hurt him and he probably would have lost. So he want, he picked, I w- I'd rather have a, a better chance of winning even if it's not for the title than to go fight for the title and lose because I had to cut weight. That's basically what he did. A form of cheating? Eh, kinda. I mean, Benavidez is like, well, what's he gonna do? Two and a half pounds overweight. He's trained his ass off for this. He may never get this title fight. Who knows what's gonna happen with the division. He's gotta take the fight. Even though he's still gotta accept the fight because he still has a chance to win the belt. What's he going to pass up on a chance to win the belt? So he took it. He went for it. Um wild exchanges great first round. Uh he kind of Benavides kind of has the Joanna uh problem. He starts he, you know, he switches his stances sometimes, but sometimes he he stands you know straight he stand, he stands squared up too much and that's where he was getting hit uh he did take like a headbutt I think and he was kind of like couldn't see and that's when that right hand and I kind of believe it because if you watch the replay on that right hand that set him down at the end he doesn't even react to it he never sees it and it's not like it was like some sneaky shit I mean they were he, he had plenty of distance he just never saw it coming so maybe the headbutt that he took right before that kind of changed his fate but it, it sucked man seeing Benavidez uh, lose that, I was, for sure, I picked Venavitas. I picked Venavitas. I, I did, um, uh, mo- mostly because I wanted to see him win it, I wanted to see him win that shit, but, uh, there was that fight, that fight was, uh, was the weekend before, um, and what, what's next, um, there's a lot of, um, uh, there's a lot of boxing matches that are coming up too, man, they- Gonna be some fucking fire, man! I watched a dope ass boxing match. I watched Jesse Vargas was this weekend. I don't know what's going up with this UFC fucking website right now, but this shit ain't working. Um, I think. Oh, I know who it's next. I think it's um Motown Phenom um versus uh Charles Oliveira. Charles Oliveira, so he must be at 155, Charles Oliveira, I like him at 155 pounds, I'm pretty sure that he's fighting, uh, God, why can't I think of the Motown Phenom, Uh, he fought Tony Ferguson, was doing really well against Tony Ferguson, Uh, God damn it, well, it's now the times, a good time to uh, tell y'all homies what I've been smoking on before the show since uh, I can't remember, there it is right there, Um, God damn it. pull this shit up god damn it Kevin Lee god damn it Kevin Lee Kevin Lee versus Cowboy Oliveira man good grappler versus a guy that wants to be on top I'd say their striking is probably going to even out on each other uh, this could be a nice little grappling match uh, if you saw Kevin Lee fight Tony Ferguson for the title um, I remember that, that's when I was in, uh, I watched that in my hotel room the night before when I was going to AT&T Stadium to watch the Cowboys lose to the fucking, uh, uh Green Bay Packers, I went and saw that shit live, I've been to AT&T Stadium, shit was dope, I remember watching this the night before, um, Kevin Lee was landing bombs when he got on top of Tony. Uh, he was landing all sorts of bombs. It looked like he was gonna finish Tony from the top in that first round. Then Tony started coming with the with the the rubber guard, with the elbows, and, and changed the tide from the bottom on his boss rooting type shit, and, and won that fight. I can see him doing that against Oliveira if he ends up on top of him. Um, O- Oliveira's, you know, 145 are really going up to 155. You know, I don't know how many times he's fought at 155. I'm going to take, take Kevin Lee. So that means, what does that tell you, homies? That tells you, uh, if you want to pay your motherfucking rent, you want to pay your mortgage this month, your phone bill, you go and put money on Oliveira. Because that's how it's been. That's how it's been. I know. But like I, t- like I told you all uh, on the last cast... If you're going to be you know, putting your pred- predictions out there, either be all right or all wrong. The worst thing you could be is half right, half wrong, because then nobody knows what to fucking think. So, homies, know uh, when I say some shit, do the motherfucking opposite. So, there you have it. I don't want to hear no shit. I don't want you you fucking coming to me for no handouts or nothing like that. Go, go pay your motherfucking mortgage by, by putting some money on, on, on Cowboy, I'm not Cowboy, on, on Charles Oliveira. Go do that right now. Because I just put my stamp on Kevin Lee. So you already know what that means. Uh, What else do we got? Um, Wilder versus Fury uh, 3 in July. Uh, I don't know how that fight changes any different. Of course Wilder had to take it. Of course he had to take that. It's another huge payday for him. Maybe his last payday. That type of... Definitely probably his last payday. Unless he beats Fury. If he beats Fury and then ends up fighting Joshua... I guess he could have that type of pay pay payday again, but I I want to see Joshua versus uh, versus uh, Fury. That's what I want to see. So, but you know, it's going to be hard to duplicate that same type of. uh, I guess it's not. I guess it's not. He just got you know Fury's tactic in 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 the second one was to get into his face and and stay in his face and and not dance around so much, but really put the pressure on Wilder. Wilder couldn't fight going backwards. You, You could do that again, I guess. There's no secret about what he's going to do. He's he's not going to learn to fight going backwards. He's not going to learn how to counter. He's not going to. There's a lot of things he's not going to learn how to use. He's not going to learn how to use his jab from anywhere other than from his waist. Um, you know, it's but any one punch with that dude, one punch with that dude, and 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 it's over. It doesn't matter how much you outboxed him. So it's still an interesting fight. But um, you know, of course, Wilder's going to take the rematch. He gets he gets another payday. What's the worst case? He loses to a guy he already lost to that he was expected to lose to now. He wasn't expected to lose this last time, but he will be this next time. So there's no, there's no pressure on him for that. Um, I saw uh, Mikey Garcia versus Jesse Vargas a couple, I think, like two weekends ago. If you're into boxing, you didn't see that shit, go watch that. That was a fucking, that was a great fight. Um, Mikey Garcia, uh, you know, he, I, look, I, I was watching that, those first few rounds. I was like, Mikey Garcia's lost it. Mikey Garcia turned it up in the second half of that round. I can't remember. I think he went to a decision. He he started handling Vargas, though, at the end. He started handling Vargas at the end. Uh, he, he really took over in the middle of the fight and, and, and cruised to a victory. It, that was a very good fight, though, that that Jesse Vargas versus uh, Mikey Garcia. That shit was dope. Um, you got Canelo versus Billy Joe Saunders. This is some interesting shit, homies. This is some interesting shit. If you haven't seen Billy Joe Saunders fight, um, go watch. He's had a couple big fights. I know he fought Lemieux. Uh, who fought? I want to say Triple G, a big, heavy-hitting Canadian dude. Uh, Eubanks Jr. I think he fought Chris Eubanks Jr., who's a, who's another killer. I think he's like he's got close to like thirty wins and, and only like one or two losses on his on his record. Uh, so Billy Joe Saunders, I remember beat him not too long ago. But other than that, you know, he's not really fought. He's definitely never fought a Canelo type guy. So that's going to be interesting. Uh, what he does well, head movement. Footwork, defensive, evasive, uh, also offensive footwork and offensive, you know, uh, head movement to to set up counters. Problem with him is he, he likes to string punches together when he does that. Sometimes he, a lot of times, he ends with his combinations with his hands at his waist. He holds his hands low at his waist because he uses most of his defense is movement, moving his head, manipulating the pocket, uh, switching steps out, you know, out of the pocket and, and stuff like that, hitting angles. Very, very good movement that could cause problems. But the problem with, with it is is that Canelo Alvarez, what he does so well. Um, one, he he counters very well. He has a couple counter maneuver, uh, moves that he goes to all the time when he's sitting on a jab or he's sitting on your right hand. Uh, you counter him over to the top, slip and counter. Um, but what he does really well is his, his guard, his hand guard. I mean, he he guards his face really well. It's hard to get punches through when he has his guard up. And what he does is he, he'll let you, you know, throw combinations and get hands off on his gloves, and then he'll he'll time you. He'll feel those punches on his gloves, and he'll feel them, and then he'll time them on the way out and hit you with a big overhand. Um, you saw that uh, against Kovalev when he took over against Kovalev in this last fight. Um that homie from Britain that he fought, the little fast dude who, who who was whooping his ass for a little while, and then and then got hammered into oblivion. Mirkon. Amir Khan won, like, the first five rounds against Canelo. A- absolute crazy hand speed. And then Canelo just covered up, covered up, and just waited until he felt those punches on against his glove and then just unloaded an overhand right and slapped Amir Khan. That's the kind of thing I can see happening against, uh, against Saunders. Like, he likes to throw punches from his waist, but he puts combinations together, and he usually gets out, you know, you know circles out. Um... But you start landing those punches, he finishes those punches at his waist. I can see one of those big overhands coming over and and changing the fight. But it's a very interesting fight. This is going to be a very competitive fight. Um, I'm I'm pretty excited for that shit. More than I was Kovalev, I thought Kovalev was done. I thought he beat uh, Andre Ward the first time. He got shut down the second time. Um, and then fighting Canelo I thought he was kind of on his way out I thought this was like maybe his his last fight and maybe retire type fight he's towards the end of his career the crusher wasn't the same crusher he was like 5 years ago you know um, so I I wasn't too excited about that fight I thought he might be too big for Canelo at that weight class and he was he was he was way bigger than Canelo but Canelo held it very well he, ca- he carried his power with him man so that's a that's a that's a dope dope boxing match to look forward to if you're into boxing uh what else We're 45 minutes in already homies man this is just a fight talk this is just fight talk homie this is just how we get down man this is life um what else do we got fuck it let's keep let's keep this motherfucking shit moving homies uh what else i, I got all sorts of shit on here i got my little notes written down and shit um what do we have nick spike lee we want to talk let's talk some nba I've been, I've been, you, you all know, I've been on that Pelican shit. That's my motherfucking team. I've been making, um, I've been howling at the moon with them. A couple years ago, two years ago, I predicted them to win the NBA finals. Predicted them to go to the NBA uh, conference finals this year. Uh, took on a 13-game losing streak back in November. My Pelicans finally got Zion back. Uh, struggling around 500 since they got him. Um, I, 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 we lost to the T-Wolves. We lost three in a row recently. We lost to the T-Wolves. We lost, lost to the Lakers. Uh, it, it was bad. It was bad when you lose to the T-Wolves, who were like a 17-win team. And, and then you go and you have to play the Lakers next. We lost to them. Uh, it was looking ugly. We came back this weekend. We beat the Heat. Um, we beat the T-Wolves. We had to play them again, and we beat, them, we beat the T-Wolves yesterday. So we're back in the mix. We're four games out of the 8 seed behind the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies are actually a really tough team. I think I think the Pelicans they can they can they got they got some easier schedules coming up right now. They can't sneak into that 8th. I got I got to roll with them to win the 8th. I I mean I fucking picked them to go to the conference finals. So of course I'm, I I got to fucking pick them to win the 8th seed, right? Um, I think they can legitimately do it though um, The Grizzlies are actually a pretty solid team They're 500 but they're, they're, they're a solid team John Morant is the truth He's the fucking rookie of the year It ain't Zion as much as I like Zion You missed 50 fucking games homie You ain't gonna win the fucking rookie of the year This homie's been balling at all fucking year long um, but the Pelicans are gonna get in there. I think they're a bad a bad matchup for the Lakers. The Lakers, you know, they beat the they beat the Bucks this past weekend. They beat the uh, Clippers this past weekend. They beat the uh, a couple of days before that beat my Pelicans. The Pelicans gave them the toughest time in that fucking out of all three of those teams. The Pelicans gave them the toughest fucking time. Trust me on that. The Pelicans will be a tougher way out than the Grizzlies will in that first round. The Pelicans sneak into that AC. The Pelicans sneak into that AC, they're knocking them motherfucking Lakers out in the in, in the second in six games. Trust me on that. Trust me. So, what does that tell you? Go put all your fucking, go put your mortgage on the motherfucking Lakers. Of course you are. Uh, but Spike Lee couldn't get into the to the fucking dude, this dude James Dolan, I, I don't give a fuck about no New York sports. I don't fuck with the Knicks. I don't fuck with the Yankees, the Mets. Jets, any of them, motherfuckers. I, I hate New York sports. I hate to love them, actually, or love to hate them rather. Um, I like to root against them. I like when the Yankees are are, are relevant. I liked when the Knicks were relevant back in the night in the late nineties and shit. Um, you know, scraps in the garden. Reggie Miller and a uh, fucking Spike Lee, but Spike Lee, this dude, it, this dude's a glutton for fucking punishment. He's like a battered wife. This dude just keeps coming back. Like people are, have been criticizing him for standing by the Knicks for years, and here he is trying to get into to watch this game that he pays. This motherfucker, they were saying, pays thirty four hundred a ticket every every game he pays. 300 grand a year which is like 10 million dollars over over the last like 10 years that he's spent like it, it's fucking crazy and they won't let him into the fucking into the fucking arena without you know jostling him and it's crazy and this dude Dolan releases I mean it's nuts these motherfuckers they gonna they gonna up and Donald Sterling this motherfucker's ass they gonna they gonna fucking try to find a way to get this dude uh to lose his team all he has to do is just be cool they gonna come in here and steal your motherfucking team homie you keep fucking around playing games like this man you kicking Charles Oakley out of the motherfucking garden that dude was a monster back in the day that dude was a, was an enforcer like like a, a fucking hockey player you know who goes out there and just gets in the fights that was Charles Oakley he was he he was a killer my homie uh Larry Johnson the guy who got me to be a fucking Pelicans fan because they were the Charlotte Hornets back in the day which is the reason I started following the Charlotte Hornets I was a uh grandmama Larry Johnson fan it broke my heart when he went to the Knicks uh but those those are rough rider ass teams man this dude this dude Dolan man he's just a fucking pipsqueak He's just some dude you just want to slap the fuck out of home. He's like, Like, this dude... Uh, money is the only reason he he he's still around, man. He he get duffed out at a, a fucking Chili's or something. Otherwise, I mean, this dude this dude is is soft. He just thinks he's a little a little fucking weasel, a little a little tough guy because he's got a shit ton of motherfucking money, man. That shit don't mean nothing, homie. That ain't gonna stop this motherfucking hand from 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 brushing across your face. I, it ain't gonna stop me from from Bob Ross brushing these nuts across your motherfucking forehead, Donald. Uh, I was gonna call him Donald Sterling. Uh, whatever the fuck your name is, New York Knicks owner, Bob Dolan, was this little country group, it, it fucking sings the blues and shit, this motherfucker goes to like, like like coffee shops, and and, 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 and strums a ukulele, and sings fucking weird folk songs and shit, I, no bullshit, go look at this shit, he thinks he's like some kind of folk singer, or some shit, uh, wearing plaid skirts and shit, I mean, it, it's fucking pigtails and shit, little, 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 little weak ass motherfucker, anyways, fuck him, Oh, fuck the Knicks. It's sad. It would have been dope if KD had gone there. It would have been dope if Kyrie went there and they were fucking relevant again. It would have been dope. But the fact that that didn't happen, they didn't even consider it. Playing in Madison Square Garden. Literally, the Mecca. The AT&T Stadium. the, The Jerry's World of the NBA. Nobody wants to fucking play there. That's crazy. And that's sad. But fuck it. Um lakers god damn it i fucking lakers man i had a good weekend i still got the clip show i still got the clip show man i still got them winning it's it's gonna be tough i mean you got ad and braun braun is fucking balling dude braun is fucking balling that, that that fucking pelicans game that uh last week braun versus zion man uh braun went for 34 zion went for 35 that was a fucking game we're going to see that for the next couple years. That was a fucking – Zion was getting his, homies, getting his. AD got his too, but not like Zion was getting his. That was the game where I was like, okay, this Zion kid's going to be good. Now, he had a couple – he he followed that with a stinker, like a 17-point game. And, you know, he had 23 this past weekend, but they didn't need him to be a big-time scorer. But um, they need to get the offense to, through Zion, man. They got to figure it out. But Zoe's out here. I, I talked greasy, absolute greasiness against Zoe. Uh, When he was a Laker, I I, I, I mean, go back to the podcast. I mean, him and LeVar, I I was shitting on him. And then he ended up on my team. And now I love the motherfucker. This dude is throwing full court fucking lobs to Zion twice a game. This motherfucker is diamond. This motherfucker can shoot now. This motherfucker ain't shooting granny shots. Last year, just last year, he was a Laker shooting granny shots from three-point land. Between the leg shit. Now he's got a fucking jumper, and he's hitting threes left and right. He had seven threes in back-to-back games with nine assists, ten assists. This dude is balling. He's flying down the court. He loves playing Enola. He looks like a completely different player. He actually looks like a number two overall pick all of a sudden. So I'm fucking, fuck it. I'm on board, Lonzo Ball. Bring your motherfucking Melo in here too, man. That that, that fucking... uh, uh as much as LeVar is a fuckboy, he was right. That, that fucking, the youngest kid is the best one. This, two, this dude grew like a fucking weed. He's tall as fuck. And he's dope. He's going to be the number one pick this year. That mellow, mellow ball. Le, 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 mellow or what? The, the young one. Fuck it. Bring him. Bring him. Just leave LeVar. Le, leave LeVar's bitch ass. And Rancho, Cucamonga, wherever the fuck y'all at. Harden shit his pants. James Harden shit his pants. Uh, we need to get homie up on this ass napkin movement ASAP. James Harden shit his motherfucking pants. Um, I saw something about it on on, on Instagram. They're like, "Yo, Harden must have shit his fucking pants." And there's a picture of him rolling around on the ground. And there's a still shot. It's duty. It's duty. I mean, it doesn't look like he 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 sat on something. This is right where the booty hole is, and and it's spread out like a shark. It looks like a shark. It's the color of a shark. And he's wearing white shorts. Homie went down. He's rolling around. Camera zooms in. Accidentally catches a shot of his shirt in his motherfucking pants. And I think they said after halftime it was gone. So he probably changed. Homie shit his motherfucking pants. Now it happens. Ask Rico, Whiskey Sick Podcast listener extraordinaire. Shits his pants at least once a year. At least. You're like, oh, that's not t- I haven't shit my pants in a long time, man. I was probably four. This dude's a, a once-a-year pants shitter, habitual pants shitter. And he's got nothing wrong with him. It's not like he has a, a leaky coloscomy bag or a coloscomy. Cal, cal, calos, you know what I'm saying. It's not like it's leaking or some shit. This dude James Harden shit his pants. You need to get on the bounty, quilted, northern ass naps, homie. Get yourself a little square. Double it up. Get it up in that crack. You don't have this fucking problem. You don't have this problem. I've been telling you. We need to literally, we need to find, we need to do a Kickstarter or something. We need to get a real nice, actual, legitimate ass napkin going. Like disposable, maybe you pull them out like Kleenexes, you know what I mean? Like we we need to actually have that. We can have the WSP logo on the ass nap. Uh, Maybe a color changing when it turns brown. You know it's time to change it. All you got to do is remember when you're going to be clapping cheeks. When you're going to be rummaging in them sheets, you got to remember to remove the ass nap. I got caught. I got caught. I don't know if I've ever told y'all this, but I got caught with the ass nap in. I had the ass nap. It was hot, but I was feeling good because I was fresh. I had the ass nap in. Didn't have to worry about no swamp ass. I was chilling until homegirl caught a a glimpse. It was actually the, uh, I think it was a mirror. She saw my reflection when I was on top getting my strokes in. And she's, what is that? What is that in your ass? looks like a, a, a fucking, you got a cotton ball in your ass. The fuck? I was like, oh, no. it must have, I, tried to, I tried to play it off for a dingleberry. I was like, no, nah, it's just a dingleberry. I, I took a shit before, which isn't a good thing to say while you're on a mountain. You know what I mean? I got caught. My old lady. It was my old lady. She caught me with my, my fucking wound when I was first courting her. She caught me with a motherfucking ass nap in, and I tried to, I tried to play that shit off. To this day, she still thinks it was just a, a dingleberry. Now, that shit was an ass nap I forgot in. So just remember, remove your motherfucking ass nap. James Harden, get your motherfucking ass napkin game up. You can't be shitting your motherfucking pants. You got motherfuckers sitting courtside like Rihanna and shit. You can't be having duty in your motherfucking pants. You used to fuck with the Kardashians. Now you over here shitting your motherfucking pants. God damn, you ain't winning the motherfucking chip, homie. That one-on-one basketball shit, it didn't work last year. ain't going to work. Uh, we canceling after the trial period, homie. We ain't buying that shit. We didn't buy it last year. We didn't buy it the year before. We ain't buying it now, homie. We're putting that shit on layaway. We ain't buying that shit. We'll be back. I forgot my wallet in the car. I'll be back. I ain't buying that shit right now. Uh, fuck else we got. Um, so I'm almost time to get the fuck up. Okay, 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 okay. First of all, before I, I, I I'll wrap this up. I got two little things left. I'm, I, I'm sorry, we pushing an hour already, but um, let me save this shit before I lose it. Uh, Dak signed the motherfucking contract. This motherfucker holding out. They offered him thirty three million dollars a year, which is the same as as Aaron Rodgers, the same as Wentz, Golf, all these motherfuckers with a hundred and five million guaranteed. What the fuck? What else do you need? You over here? Oh, I want thirty six million. You willing to give up? you you willing you value 3 million dollars over 33 you're willing to sacrifice 33 million dollars for 3 million dollars are you stupid over here offering you 105 million dollars if you sign literally if you they put this piece of paper in front of deck he signs it walks out of the room he has 105 million dollars in his bank account even if he never plays a game it's guaranteed he never plays another game. As soon as he walks out, that bitch, he has $105 million. What are you holding out for? 110? 112? You're willing to give up $105 million for an extra six? What the fuck? You put $33 million? I don't give a fuck. You give me $105 million? Fuck a $33 million. It ain't even about that. It's about the guarantee. You got $105 million to play football. You can't be heckling for this and that, man. Sign the motherfucking contract, Dak. Campbell's Chunky Soup ain't paying you like that. Whatever the fuck you all was doing, they ain't paying you like that. You're over here trying to nickel and dime now. I, I, I was on your side, but now it's like, nah, just sign the fucking contract, homie. Or you're going gonna to end up getting 27 to play one year. They're just going to give you that franchise tag, give you 20 million, 27 million for one year and say, sh- shut the fuck up. Method Man, Limp Biscuit, shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. That's what's going to happen to you. 33, you ain't better than Rodgers. You ain't better than any of those motherfuckers. You ain't making more than 35, 36. We're playing games, homie. We need your motherfucking ass. This is our Super Bowl year. Moving right along. Netflix, documentary, you must fucking see. It's grimy, homies. It's grimy. Uh, It needs a new. It needs it. It needs a different rating. It's it's not you know rated X or whatever. I don't know. It's not. It's not. It's not porn or anything. Uh, No rating. I don't even know. This shit's called uh, the Gabriel Fernandez uh, documentary. The trial. If you have, you don't know. Gabriel Fernandez. He was in the in the the, the news. Unfortunately, a couple years ago. Uh, this is just grimy, grimy, rotten shit, homie. This this this. It's important for you to watch this documentary so you see how these type of people exist in the world. This is this is evil, homie. This is this is uh, this is everything you need to protect you and yours from. These type of people. They do exist. Um, it seems like it's just like TV movies. Uh, where these type of people exist, they tortured their own son, eight-year-old son, for months, years, maybe. Uh, this, this, his mom and her living boyfriend, who was her, his her fiance at some point, like literally tortured this kid to death, to death. They made him sleep in a cupboard. They fed him cat litter. They burned him. Uh, they shot BB guns at him. They put they they put his hand on hot stoves. They, they found this kid unconscious. His, his skull was fucking broken in. And the fucking parents were acting like he got into a, a wrestling match with his son. And, and and the paramedics and shit that arrived on the scene, like seeing all these... They, they had him uh, uh, put in handcuffs around his ankles while he was in that cupboard. They made him sleep in there. And they left him in there during the day. Uh, he had all these kinds of uh, ligature marks all over him. Burns. His whole entire throat was burned. The skin was peeled off in places. This kid got completely tortured by his mom and her fucking boyfriend for a long time because they thought he was gay. All because they thought he was gay, they tortured him to fucking death. This was in the news not too long ago. This was like three years ago, I think they finally went to trial. It happened in, like, 2013, and then they finally... I don't know why it takes four fucking years to try this fucking guy. I know he ended up... I remember... It's not a spoiler, homies. This is, this has been... This happened a long time ago. Uh, he got life... I think he got the death sentence, and then the the mom got life in prison, no parole. Uh, but the homeboys in San Quentin on, on death row, I believe. Um, to me, uh, when that shit is 100% and you do something like that, you just kill him on sight. There shouldn't be no fucking... Uh, uh, trial, fuck all that or a trial just to, just to hammer the fucking gavel down and say uh, take them away, death and literally as soon as they're found guilty fuck it, give them their trial as soon as they're found guilty you take them out back and you fucking kill them there's no use for these pe- fucking people and these motherfuckers there's nobody you want this person being your fucking neighbor being around your fucking kids they tortured their own fucking kids the fuck they go- you think they can do to yours it was fucking grimy. They showed pictures of this shit. It was fucking grimy. But it, it's, uh, you know, me with the Triple Champ, I'm thinking about this shit. And I got the Triple Champ, man. He, he's the greatest fucking thing on earth. And and, and I'm sure you and yours is the greatest fucking thing on earth. You and your family and your kids and shit like that. So uh, you, you, you can't imagine doing this kind of thing. And I always say watch it because... You need to. You you can't pretend this type of shit don't exist. Mu- motherfuckers like this. The worst part about it is, uh, I haven't got to this part, and I don't know the outcome of this part. I uh, so I think I got one more episode left. They actually, these people re- were reported many many times to Department of uh, of Children. You know the the CPS, uh, Children's Protective Service. The the, the fucking uh, sheriffs came out multiple times. Um, there's, there's it's documented this kid's injuries. Uh, and how abused he was from people, I mean they went to the store with this kid, and then they left the store, and the people in the store called cps called called the fucking police and said this kid's being abused he looked like he looked terrible and and, and you know these 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 social workers workers came out and and they like i don 't know swept it under the rug, they just completely ignored it and didn 't take it and they had they documented it, and they did nothing about it and then this kid ends up dying, so there was four social workers that had responded to this to this case on multiple occasions and did absolutely nothing about it and they have well documented all the injuries that this kid had the burns the 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 bruises uh you know just being literally beaten up by these people he was hit with. they found his blood all over the apartment like all over the apartment literally everywhere on bats on all all sorts of things they were his and it wasn't just from that Instant that killed him it was like months it was like old blood it was like different this kid had been getting abused for so long and they did absolutely nothing so those four social workers got got indicted criminally for negligence for just being completely incompetent and i don't know what happened to them um so i'm I'm, I'm gonna find that out fuck them put them in life life in prison fuck that if they get anything less than a decade fuck it all Fuck that. Y- y'all didn't do your job. Those county jobs, those those county jobs are the fucking worst, homies, because they got the greatest benefits. That's why everybody goes after them. If you've ever tried to apply for jobs, those county jobs, uh, they go quick. If you get, you get, they have to, they only leave them open for like a day or two because they get In San Diego, in Dago, bitch, California, like thousands in within hours of applicants because they have, you know, the pensions and shit like that. And they're like life. It's very hard to lose those jobs. Some of those things are like appointed jobs and they're like life terms and shit like that. But uh, these people were there for a long time. They've probably been fucking just trying to get until, until they get to retirement. They're just, you know, not trying to do their job. And it came to bite them in the ass. They got this little kill, kid killed. Literally, they literally got this kid killed. And so did so did the uh, sheriff's department, who went there uh, just a couple days before, and did absolutely nothing about the condition that this kid was in. Uh, it's crazy. It's crazy that that shit could happen. That this, you know, he, he could slip through the cracks like that. But watch that shit. It'll make you appreciate you and yours, and it'll help you understand that there's a lot of evil motherfuckers out there. Uh, I see anybody looking at the Triple Champ wrong. They're getting dotted up. We, we, we fucking, Joanna Wei Li, uh going off on these motherfuckers, not asking any questions. We knocking heads off. We, we, we knocking dudes out, asking questions later. That's how the fuck we do it. I, I suggest you do the same thing. Fuck it. I'm back, homies. I'm back. Whiskey Sick Podcast episode number 99 in the fucking books. In the books. Episode, there's only one more left, one, uh, 100, and we there. We there. We at 100 next, man. Uh, I'm excited for that shit. I don't know. I'm going to try to get uh, Whiskey on this shit. Um, It's hard. It's hard, you know, getting out and about and, 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 and getting shit going when, you know, having a, a time to do this shit with, with, with the Triple Champ running around and shit like that. So, um, yeah. We'll figure it out Hopefully I, may, I want to get Rico on I, I don't know Maybe it's just me Maybe I'm just sitting here Chonies and chonklas as usual And we acting as if we've been here before Maybe that's what we do for the 100 I don't know We'll see But y'all homies Y'all been kicking with me From whenever episode Y'all been kicking it with me Thank y'all Tell your homies to tell the homies Um, and, and, and fuck it The Whiskey Sick Podcast I'm your boy Seth Gecko A.K.A. Moody Motherfucking Hank And I'm out Motherfucker
1: I walk through the valley of the shadow of my life I Walks through the alley back in Cali where the night's bright Stuck with the 9-5, fuck when the time's right Homie, get your limelight, go and get your five mics Spitt infectious to them, left in ruins Better check the fluids, losing vital signs Choose to pull the plug and get them moving, cruising mood It's that now, choose the music we gon' ride to You and I knew that kept stolen by Shaking bass for rhymes Playing safe I crossed the line and never beat the same again Shame I think What could've been Days I wasted Could've spent Raising stakes That would've been Placed into my chest My destiny was fucking fake. with grace and fucking bitch Dimed out Quarter tank of gas And a dollar Needs a fucking change Overstep what's understood Nothing stays the fucking same No way never going back Slowly sever Closing past wounds Bumping cash rules Everything I'm not about Take the bet to walk it out Now Showing it out How do you think I got this far Embrace the day Watch tomorrow Leave with not a fucking word Must've seen me Got the to live like I won't see another dream. My mother got her turn to see me under lights and wonder why it took me so long to believe in me like she did. Wanna be then be it. I float the stream like phoenix. You don't believe? on not be shit. Looking through the view I can see the real you. Scared, but you gon' rise someday. If you think that I won't look you in the eyes, don't blinker, don't you look away. Looking through the view I can see the real you. Scared, but you gon' rise someday. If you think that I won't look you in the eyes, don't blinker, don't you look away. I walk through the valley of the shadow of my life I walk through the gallows in the shallow Where my mind lies Truth is, I might rise Too sick, I might die Baby, on my nightlife Save me, I'ma try my I, So I went all in Thousand lunch I crawl in Out the back, we ball in With the top, roll back, back. Thumbs go, clack, tatter, echo Smack back at not so fast I fight slow back at Seemed it seems as if B-Rabbit is gonna choke He had tricks up, sleeves ahead. hit the time he's gonna blow Funny these money trees, I'm underneath I always autumn i often not a dollar on. I'm falling down all around, there's nothing Something's got again, and that's just how I feel Like that's a bitch, but likes the hoe that fucks you Every chance she gets, Lucky, you, she's the last bet. better half a breath, that's like this left It passes, yet to creep up on you While you're sitting at the light Flash the bright to last tonight Your shit's about to go down You bitch, I bet there's no round The push to beat, there's no sound The push you need to know now It's the time you waited, all your life It's all on sight, just wake up For the sake of God. They made Love. The way you lie, but they trust. Today the you die, you stay up above the heads, so they dug. What you say, I say fuck. All the times I never tried, not the ones I failed. All the times I fell in line, not the ones I bailed. As I walk through the valley, I don't. As I walk through the valley, I don't. As I walk through the valley, I don't give a fuck. I ain't living up. I ain't giving up. I don't give a fuck. As I, valley, a As I walk through the valley, not a shadow's left. As I walk through the valley, not a shadow's left. As I walk through the valley, not a shadow's left. To steal my shine, steal my rise, my guiding light. I'm walk. Through Looking through the rear view, I can see the real you. scared, but you gon' rise someday. If you think that I won't, look you in the eyes don't blink or don't you look away. Looking through the rear view, I can see the real you. scared, but you gon' fly someday. If you think that I won't, look you in the eyes don't blink or don't you look away.